Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome. Amanda Grace here. Chris is here also. Cyrus's ear is here. You can see him to my right, your left. He's literally like right. Hold on. There. There's his ear. Uh, the animals have been coming in and out. So welcome to everybody jumping on. We are live in the United States and around the world. And to our moderators, welcome. And our Ark of Grace team, thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. We have a lot to get into today. We got some fun stuff at the beginning for you. I'll explain uh, after we open up in prayer. We're going to open up in prayer first. We're going to start this right. And then we will get into everything we have to talk about, which is a lot. So, oh, ready? Yes. Let's begin. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Lord, do your precious Amen. holy name. We humble ourselves before you this day, asking you to forgive us of our sins, Lord. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Amen. Lord, that the pull of the flesh would become less in our lives, so you, your will, your power become more in our lives. Yes, we acknowledge Lord, you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary and purchased us by the shedding of his own blood. And after he was buried, he rose again in three days, appeared to many, and then ascended back into heaven, taking his victorious rightful place at the right hand of the Father. He is our advocate before your throne. And I honor that, Lord, before you this day. Yes. We honor that, Lord. We praise you praise for it. You, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua, we invite your presence, yes. the presence of Ruach Elohim, the spirit oh, of the living God, and the presence of the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, to fill this place, Lord, that your presence would move, that the weight of your glory would go forth, Father God. Lord, lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. Yeah. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority come forth now in Jesus' name. Lord, Father God, every plot, scheme, contract, assignment, weaponry, blueprint, attack, strategy, interference, and the like, that the enemy, satanic agents, dark forces, unclean spirits, willing hosts would attempt. We command in the name of Jesus Christ as we apply the blood of Jesus, it be broken, canceled, aborted, destroyed, dismantled, disabled, nullified, voided, their communication lines disrupted, and it bound up and cast back to the dry places and the areas you have designated, Lord, to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return or have anything sent in its place. Yeah. Lord, take all the glory for yourself. You are the glory. potter. We are merely just the clay. Without your breath of life in us, we don't have life, Lord. We yeah. honor that before you. We say, Hashivenu Adonai, oh. come to us, Lord. Adonai. We praise you, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, Yeshua. Amen and amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Okay. Starting things off right. I always like to start off in prayer and give it over to the Lord. It's the right way to start things out as we go forth tonight. Um, as you can see in the back of me, there are some things changing. Why? Because when I look outside, the only green thing is a spruce I in New York right now. There is not one blessed green thing on the ground except uh, spruce and pine trees. So I love to have them up. I actually keep them up till March because it's the only green thing outside. And I like to match outside what's inside. So you're probably going to see all this change into, you know, flock pine and pine cones and, and, and basically matching what is going on outside right now in upstate 
New York. So basically, you're going to see some changes, and we hope you enjoy them. Okay, before we get into this today, we have uh, some animals to show you. Yes, they are our animals, but there is a twist here. Our staff went around doing Christmas shots of the animals. And so for your enjoyment, before we get into the heavier things, we are going to show them now. So there's Cyrus and Missy. You're, we're going to get into the Christmassy things. There they are. There's Chester. Oh, there is Blossom, Gideon, and Snow. That, that uh, Next one. Yeah, that's Blossom, Gideon, and Snow. That's Molly, I believe, on Taylor's arm. That is Archie. There he is again. He loves that rock. He is always laying on that rock. There is Moses. Moses is so adorable. I mean, we love Archie to pieces, but Moses, he is just absolutely precious. So see, he got so big. There is Moses right there. There's Chester in his winter hat already for the cold blast that has happened in upstate New York over the past few days. It's so amazing. There is Norbert. Yes, Norbert is standing on a banana. He likes to step onto bananas. We have no clue why, uh, but he likes it. So we do that with him. There's Molly striking a pose in the living room. There she is. She's so cute. And she's like 41 years old. There she is behind the tree. There's her ornament. So basically on the tree, we have ornaments of every animal. We have an ornament representing them. We have their name on it. And so that is hers. That's Bixby, like one eye open, kind of hiding from you with his hat on also. That's one of Chester's favorite spots. I have to say the cats love the tree. That's why we keep it up till March. It's a nice, cozy place for them to sleep. There's Missy in her Christmas sweater. She's so good about it, too. Her and Toby are the best with, with putting on sweaters. And so there it is. There are our amazing shots uh, that our staff was working on today. I actually walked in on them doing it, and I was chuckling as I was walking around, and Toby was barking and being Toby. So we hope you enjoyed that. We will have more for you. So um, as we get them, we obviously, our social media team will do an amazing job putting it out. There is, Cy that is an amazing picture of Cyrus looking so dapper and handsome in his Christmas sweater. So he's such a good boy. He's actually going to uh, have his training tomorrow. So, so our trainer, Matt, is coming and Cyrus is going to do some training with him tomorrow. Okay, so let's get into the meat now of the day because there's quite a bit to get into and there's there's a few visions there's things i've been sitting on let's put it that way these things happened before california um one of them um happened right before we left one of them happened in november so let's go forth and discuss this so the first one we need to talk about was on november 13th 2023. And so that's the first one. And what happened was I was awake and uh, basically my eyes were shut, but I was awake and I could only see this individual from the back, but he had longer hair and he almost looked like one of those old judges with the wig on and the long coat uh, that almost looked like what might be worn in early times of our nation. He was sitting at a bench. It almost looked like a judge's bench. And there was a scroll rolled out on, on that bench. 
and he was fervently and actively writing on this scroll. Now, when when do judges write things like that? When they're writing opinions, when that when there is a judgment coming down, uh, when the Supreme Court has to give an opinion, they they will uh, write something quite lengthy, and so just keep watch of this because um i know in the english courts like in england um they have attire they wear that might be similar to this but also i think this has to do with the supreme court so just keep your eyes on that keep that in prayer and then on uh december 13th 2023 uh, this is uh, was right before we left for California. And I'll tell you at the end what happened in California. Guys, United Airlines is a mess. That's all I have to say. I will, the, the, the team, I'm watching back, say, shaking their head. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I will explain to you what happened at the end with United Airlines. But let me tell you something. They are a mess and they're lo- and the, many of their people don't give accommodation for disabilities, which they're supposed to. Um, so, Let's go. Let's uh, continue. So basically on uh, December 13th, 2023, I had a dream and I was in California near the beach. So this is before we leave. Uh, It must have been near L.A. uh, maybe, but I was walking with one or two people who were with me, but I could not see them uh, and they were staying with me. There was sand. So I knew I was by the beach and this building looked to be built right at the beach in the dream. Okay, so right near the sand, this building was built. In front was a very large circular building, okay? And in huge red letters going around it at the top, it said in capitals, Capital Records. And I see this and then I wake up. And so I was pondering this and I was sitting on this and thinking about this uh, as we went to California, right? And so basically, I'm going to read to you Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. It says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house. And yet it did not fall for it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house and it fell and its collapse was great. That's how it ends. Verse 27 and its collapse was great. So keep that in mind that that phrase as we go forward. So. I know there's a Capitol Records building in California, and we're going to show you a picture of it because this Capitol Records looks a little different than what I saw. Okay, so it's the same circular building that I saw without the poles at the top, and the letters were enormous going around the round part of it at the top, around the whole thing, saying Capitol Records in red. So do I think this could have something to do with what's about to befall? Maybe Capitol Records and other music labels, perhaps. However, I believe this has a dual meaning. It's California and the words on the building in red. Okay, that's a clue. Says Capitol Records. And the capital of California 
Oh my goodness. Sadie literally just jumped up and slid under like MacGyver the um, arm to the microphone. I'm not even kidding you. I don't even know how she just did that and got past Chris. Honey, you got to go lay down, honey, while mommy's doing this. She loves to be up on my desk. This, she does this to me all the time. You see her? There she is. There she is walking by as we're doing this. So you got to fight. Honey, you have to find a spot. I'm sorry, but you do. Or mommy's got to put you down. So the capital of California. Come on. Oh, Chris is going to grab her. Come here. Go, go to Chris. There we go. <laughs> so the capital of California is Sacramento. Okay. That's where the governing body resides. So this does this have to do with California and their government and records that are about to come blatantly out in the open? Yes. Matthew 7, 27, and the collapse was great. However, the word capital, the capital of this nation is Washington, D.C., and that is where many records are kept for the nation. Many records that need to come out are kept. They are kept in agencies. They are kept, I believe it's called the National Archives. And so I want to read to you the definition of record because it's going to help give us a clearer picture maybe about what, what I saw and, and what the Lord is trying to show through it. So the definition of a record, a thing constituting a piece of evidence about the past, especially an account kept in writing or some other permanent form. Definition two, to convert sound or performance into permanent form for later reproduction. So we're going to focus on the first definition, a thing constituting a piece of evidence about the past. So a capital piece of evidence about the past. That's what capital record means, right? Capital, right? Where, you know, governing body, piece of evidence, right? So capital records, capital governing body, records, piece of evidence about the past. So many times you need evidence to prove there has been a crime committed or actions done in secret, right? Capital records. Now, this is interesting because I had this dream also before they took Trump off the ballot in Colorado, which I'm going to tell you something. This is going to come back to bite them in the you know what. That's all I have to say about that. This is going to literally come back and 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 hurt Colorado, and I believe this is going to have an enormous ripple effect in the nation that is going to be the opposite of what they were hoping to accomplish by taking him off the ballot. But nonetheless, I had this dream before that happened. Um, so what I'll say is uh, I would watch that area of Sacramento, the governing body of, of California, and what is going to come forth from it about the leadership there the governing body, I believe they're being tempted to do the same thing as Colorado. So we have to watch for that. Not only Newsom, but who is around him and who he has made deals with that stretch all the way to Washington, D.C. Okay. This is why it keeps going back. I keep going back to all in red capital records and red many times has to do with the Republican Party. So keep that in mind also. Uh, many records are also kept in the National Archives in Washington, D.C., which is on Pennsylvania Avenue. So that is something to keep in mind as well. 
Um, however, these these records are things that are, we're about to see and deal with probably are more of a classified nature that are going to end up coming out in the open. And I go back to Matthew 7, 27 and the collapse was great. That's what you keep having. And the collapse was great. I know there is more to this dream, right? Um, I'm praying about it. As I get more, as we see more happen, we'll be able to piece more together. But it's interesting, this came before what happened in Colorado. So I just want you to remember that um, because what is happening in Colorado and other states, let me tell you something, they're taking cues from those in Washington, D.C. Make no mistake about it. These cues are being given by a very corrupt governing body in Washington, D.C. Um, also, while I was in California on December 19th, 2023, I heard some things in the early hours of the morning. I was up, I was in bed, I was kind of, uh, I was clear, I was praying, so, and there were some things I heard. Now, what I heard first was the name Jordan Peterson. And I know he 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 uh, he is amazing at what he does, Jordan Peterson. And I heard his name. And so pray for him right now and his family and their safety. Pray for him right now, because normally when I hear names, something's about to come down the pipeline fast about this person. And but right after him, I heard Canada. So I heard Jordan Peterson, and then I heard Canada. Now, I know there have been some issues for him that, 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 that he has been persecuted up there by governing bodies. Uh, and so I would just pray right now. I would really pray because I did not know this until I did some research after I came back home. I actually did this research this morning, but he's got a tour right now. And you know what the name of the tour is? We Who Wrestle With God Tour. That is the name of his tour. So I hear, not knowing this, I hear his name in California, and then I hear Canada. So I would watch, I would watch the government of Canada again with this man. I would just pray for him right now. Um, and we'll get a little bit more into that in a moment. But it's called We Who Wrestle With with God tour. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Interesting name, right? Interesting name for a tour. And I know the Canadian government has persecuted him horribly and pray for him and his family right now. Um, I believe the government is going to go for a more damaging hit. I believe this is not the end of it. However, it's going to be a backdraft on them. So what they are planning to do next to him I believe there is going to be a backdraft of it on them and it's going to befall them far worse than it ever hurts him. But please pray for them and their safety right now, him and his family. Now, I'm going to tell you something else and I'm going to tell you why I'm saying this in a moment, but you cannot curse what God has blessed. And this is going to echo in this hour because Right after I heard Jordan Peterson in Canada, I hear number 23. The word number first, number 23. Now, this could do with around the 23rd of this month, December. 
or January as a marker for something very profound and sobering to occur. So just keep that in mind because we're two days away right now from that date. However, yesterday morning, because I was, I had been meditating on this, I was led to open to Numbers 23, Numbers chapter 23. This has to do, I believe, with the Isra- with uh, Israel and the U.S. right now. And I'm going to read to you Numbers chapter 23. This is what it says. Hold on here. Then Balaam said to Balak, build seven altars for me here and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me here. Balak did just as Balaam had spoken and Balak and Balaam offered up a bull and a ram on each altar. Then Balaam said to Balak, stand beside your burnt offering and I will go. Perhaps the Lord will come to meet me and whatever he shows me, I will tell you. So he went to a bare hill. Keep in mind, Balaam was a prophet that was a bit crooked because he's dealing with Balak, who I believe is the king of the, if I'm not mistaken, Moabites. I'm going to double check that, but I think he, and he wants Balaam to curse God's people. So Balaam shouldn't even be involving himself with this man. And they build this altar and this is what happens. They build the seven altars. Verse four, now God met with Balaam and he said to him, I have set up the seven altars and I have offered up a bull and ram on each altar. Then the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, return to Balak and this is what you shall speak. So he returned to him and behold, he was standing beside his burnt offering, he and all the leaders of Moab. And he took up his discourse and said, from Aram, Balak has brought me. Moab's king from the mountains of the east saying, come, declare Jacob cursed for me. This is going on right now actively. And come, curse Israel. How am I to put a curse on him upon whom God has not put a curse? And how am I to curse him who the Lord has not cursed? For I see him from the top of the rocks and I look at him from the hills. Behold a people that lives in isolation and does not consider itself to be among the nations who has counted the dust of Jacob or the number of the fourth part of Israel. May I die the death of the upright and may my end be like his. Verse 11, then Balak said to Balaam, what have you done to me? I took you to put a curse on my enemies. This is Balak talking. But behold, you have actually blessed them. He replied, must I not be careful to speak what the Lord puts in my mouth? Then Balak said to him, please come with me to another place for where you may see them. Although you will only see the extreme end of them and will not see all of them and put a curse on them for me from there. So he took him to the field of Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, and he built seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then he said to Balak, stand here beside your burnt offering while I myself meet the Lord over there. And the Lord met Balaam and put a word in his mouth and said, return to Balak, and this is what you shall speak. So he came to him and behold, he was standing beside his burnt offering and the leaders of Moab with him. And Balak said to him, what has the Lord spoken? Then he took up his discourse and said, Arise, Balak, and hear. Listen to me, son of Zippor. God is not a man that he would lie, nor a son of man that he would change his mind. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? 
Behold, I have received the command to bless. When he has blessed, I cannot revoke it. He has not looked at misfortune in Jacob, nor has he seen trouble in Israel. The Lord is God is with him, and the joyful shout of a king is among them. God brings them out of Egypt. He is for them like the horns of the wild ox. For there is no magic curse against Jacob, nor is there any divination against Israel. At the proper time, it shall be said to Jacob and to Israel what God has done. Behold, a people rises like a lioness. And like a lion, it raises itself. It will not lie down until it devours the prey and drinks the blood of those slain. Then Balak said to Balaam, do not curse them at all, nor bless them at all. But Balaam replied to Balak, did I not tell you whatever the Lord speaks, I must do. Then Balak said to Balaam, please come, I will take you to another place. Perhaps it will be agreeable with God that you curse them for me from there. Verse 28, so Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor, which overlooks the desert. And Balaam said to Balak, build seven altars for me here and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me here. Balak did just as Balaam had said and offered up the bull and the ram on each altar. And this goes on. And basically, no matter what place Balak took Balaam to, he could do nothing but bless Israel because God had not cursed it. So you had, you have a corrupt king in Moab who wants Israel cursed, who wants them dead, who wants them gone, who wants them stripped of what God has given them. And he finds Balaam and he does all this sacrificing and offering in hopes that Balaam can somehow curse Israel. But you cannot curse what God has blessed. So no matter how much you try and what high place you go to and what area you go to, it is not going to ultimately work. And we're dealing with that right now in the United States of America. And we're dealing with that in Israel right now. No matter what place the corrupt go to in this nation, no matter what high place, no matter what area, no matter what they do to try to curse, it ultimately is not going to work. It will be rendered null and void. Why? Because you cannot curse what God has blessed. If God has blessed someone and highly favored them and you attempt to curse them and harm them, that will befall you. That is the warning. It is going to befall you. So when you think you're going to do something to try to strip somebody of something, to try to strip somebody of what God has given them, to try to strip them of a position, to try to strip them of their name, to try to do that because you want them gone. If God has blessed them and anointed them to do a task that will ultimately all end for nothing, Amen. it will. And so this has to do also with Jordan Peterson. This has to do with, with uh, the Trumps. This has to do with believers in this nation. This has to do with Israel mm. because it says in it at the end, that about about arising let me get let me get to it because it's at the end right near behold a people rises like a lioness and like a lion it raises itself what happened when israel was attacked they awoke 
They awoke a lion. They awoke a lion from its rest. They awoke it. And what happens when a lion wakes up and feels like it's in danger? That lion is going to act quick. It's going to act fast and it's going to be fierce. And it says it will not lie down until it devours the prey. What is going on right now in Israel? They will not stop until they have destroyed Hamas, its tunnels, its networks, its infrastructure. They will not stop until they have destroyed it. And so what the king of Moab was doing was really awakening a lion that was going to come back and devour him and his people, you see. So this is why you have to be careful. This is why when what happened happened on October 7th, right? The response has been so strong because when, when someone attempts to curse the people of God, when somebody attempts to do such things, there is a strong response that is mounted up. It is the same thing in this nation. When you attempt to do that, when you think you are going to orchestrate something to bring someone's demise, it is the very podium that you are on that is going to bring the fall. And so we have to remember this with what we see in this nation right now, what we see happening in Colorado, what we see happening in the courts, what we see that's about to come in the Supreme Court. We have to remember this, that they must walk circumspectly because if God has anointed and blessed and you want to curse and attack that and try to destroy it, that is going to make a U-turn and come right back for the one that orchestrated it, and it will be their downfall ultimately. And so we have to remember that. So that was Numbers 23. That was Numbers 23. Okay, now, we're going to get into a few other things here as my nose is a little, my nose is a little, uh, Fighting some stuffiness. Okay. I have it on two different documents, so I'm getting it up. We also have to talk about some things going on here that you're going to find fascinating. I'm going to read to you some excerpts from some words because there are things that are happening right now that are really um, setting the course for 2024. So January 12th, 2023, there was a word. There is an excerpt of a word, and this is what it says. Oh, thank you so much. He got me tissues. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. Yep. This is as real as it gets, people. Puffs. This is as real as it gets. Okay. January 12th, 2023. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, cases of the century shall be solved. The tiniest piece of evidence shall emerge and closure shall be brought. They did not get away with it, says the Lord. They did not. And what was hidden under a stack shall suddenly emerge as new evidence that is the missing link. Watch and see, says the Lord of hosts. And says the spirit of the Lord this day. I am pouring the oil of healing out and a rod of rectification has gone forth. Receive that healing, says the Lord, for that oil shall be poured upon you. By ministering angels, and I, the Lord, am rectifying in this hour what the enemy attempted to steal, to mangle, to dismantle. And I, the Lord, am multiplying it instead. 
You shall and will learn to run, that's capitalized, with a heavier load. For my capital burden is light, says the Lord, and you shall bear the weight well and run the race well. For I, the Lord thy God, am a rewarder of those who diligently seek me. And that's all capitalized. Now, there was breaking news that happened. And this was December 16th, 2023. Remember, this is given January 12th, 2023. Cardinal sentenced to five and a half years in Vatican's financial trial of the century. What did the Lord talk about? Cases of the century. Okay, we're, we're, we're set to be dealt with. And so he sentenced to five and a half years for this. And we can scroll down and see. And I'll read a little bit. Uh, Rome, the Vatican City Court on Saturday sentenced Cardinal Giovanni Angelo Becciu, uh once touted as a possible a papal contender to five and a half years in prison for mismanaging a Vatican property portfolio, which included a luxury flat in London. Um, and, and it goes on about what this man did. Um, and they fined him also 8,000 euros. But this is one of the cases of the century that has just actually, the breaking news has just come out because of the sentencing. And so that was reported by ABC News. Then we have January 12th, 2023. And this was about the Vatican. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, exoduses in many ways shall occur over the next couple of years, including exoduses from areas of government, including across Europe, more shall leave the Vatican this year than years past. The Department of Defense and the Judiciary Branch shall see their largest exoduses of those leaving from being caught in their deeds and as well refusing to take part in the delicate dainties of deceit that have gone forth. So that was the beginning of 2023. This story just broke now, uh, five days ago, about. So we wanted to share that with you. Also... March 22nd, 2023. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, all capitals. I am God. There is no other. My eyes wander to and fro throughout the earth. And I, the Lord, am looking at France. I am looking at Macron. I see the scandal, says the Lord. Uh, e enormous will shake the foundation of France and the socialist principles it is built upon. For he is a front man for another with ties that bind to the Vatican. And to the World Economic Forum, says the Lord, those two will attempt to merge and create one organization, says the Lord. The Vatican so shall attempt to merge with the with a forum and create a new entity. It shall fail, says the Lord, for it is built upon godlessness and self-indulgence. They think their thinking has ascended. Instead, it shall descend even further into the pits of brimstone, says the Lord. That was back in March. Watch for this now. Watch for this with the leader of France and this merging with the Vatican and the World Economic Forum. Watch them get closer and closer together now. Watch because of this sentencing. Just watch what happens. So keep an eye on that. Oh, hello in Norway. We have someone watching from Norway, Chris, on Facebook. Hello, hello. Okay, so we're going to go to October 22nd, uh, October 6, 2022. Sorry. So this is like well over a year ago. And says the spirit of the Lord this day. The enemy is plotting around the solstices. Now, 
Today happens to be the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year, December 21st. It also happens to be the birthday of one of our staff members. <laughs> so Courtney, um, so, but it's the solstices. So basically we're dealing with that today. But so the, the Lord says the enemy is plotting around the solstices, says the Lord. A dark winter shall be thwarted as the leadership of your nation gets another leg knocked out from under them, says the Lord. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, watch the Supreme Court for a split of sorts and a fall as the conditions are being made right for them to hear of the century, says the Lord. There's that word again. Certain judges shall be enabled and equipped to step forth with such a boldness that they shall challenge the giants. They shall shine a spotlight on antitrust, says the Lord of hosts. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, a strange plan shall begin to unfold in your nation. Strange indeed, says the Lord, for the liberalness thinks it has found a loophole to thread the needle. This may have to do with what happened in Colorado. Now, this is October 6, 2022. This was spoken. To bait and switch to under the guise of deception, illness and timing can seamlessly switch the leadership. However, says the Lord, they have miscalculated their timing, and that's capitalized. Demons squabble, and you shall see these, mo uh, these movements who claim to advocate suddenly turn on each other and infight and accuse and weaken their own agenda. For says the Lord, it is time to indeed deal with the rainbow. It is time to fracture their foundation, to expose the inner workings of the laundering that is occurring, to expose the disturbing root that has allowed pride to swell. However, says the Lord of hosts, pride, that's capitalized, cometh before the fall. Haughtiness and pride, says the Lord, has come to the edge of a destructive cliff. And now that agenda shall suffer one of the biggest blows it ever has and shall be smeared by its own, says the Lord. For the flag has waved in the face pridefully of this nation long enough and humble pie indeed shall be served for their insatiable lust to harm and hurt my capital creation and the innocent as well. For what they have done to the little ones, their millstone has been etched with the charges at hand, and it shall be hung around the neck of that movement as it is gut open, and all their inner workings come forth as even this is connected to Ukraine, says the Lord. Their flags at times side by side, the connection shall be made, for it is the same groups and spirits working together under cover, and their masks shall now be torn off says the Lord of hosts. So this is all October 6, 2022, that this is given. December 2nd, 2023. If we want to show that for a minute, I'm going to mute for a minute so I can blow my nose because I don't want you all to hear it, but I'm going to just Okay. So this is what it says. This came, let me see when the date was of this. I don't, the, oh, December 2nd, 2023. Okay, so beginning of December. The Supreme Court case that could upend a century of tax law. To upend a century, right? Which I believe is 100 years. So we'll read some of this. Okay. 
Um, the Supreme Court will hear all arguments on Tuesday in Moore versus U.S., a case that uh, anomaly involves the right of the U.S. government to tax a couple, Charles and Kathleen Moore, on foreign corporate profits they have yet to receive. Um, it goes on to say, indeed, a decision in favor of the petitioners could potentially wreak havoc on a century of tax law. Upending provisions Congress enacted to curb tax abuse by some of America's wealthiest citizens. Um, and so basically it goes on to talk about um, that this is the tax case of the century, basically. So this this is in the Supreme Court right now. This case is the tax case of the century. Um, if, uh, they will, if, if they rule in their favor, they will overturn decades of tax rules on capital and on international transactions. Um, and so basically, uh, it goes back into case law, uh, and Congress in the rest of the article. So basically this is in the Supreme court right now. So this is another case of the century that is set to be heard right now. And so we want to, I don't even know what Mother Jones is, but it doesn't seem like it's a conservative publication. But we found that on there. So basically, um, we shared it. And this is what it says in it. And I'll re you say this is the tax case of the century. It says it actually in that article. Why? Because the stakes are very large. I actually took this from the article. If the Supreme Court revives a rigid rule from a case they issued a century ago, they will overturn decades of tax rules. So this this is, to them, um, the tax case of the century. And so we have to keep watch on this because you're seeing now these cases of the century that the Lord talked about at the beginning of the year now work themselves into the Supreme Court. And the fact that Mother Jones is even reporting on this tax case in the Supreme Court tells you a lot, doesn't it? It tells you they're very nervous. It tells you the other side is very nervous because these cases of the century are now beginning to appear in the Supreme Court. And this is just the beginning of this, okay? This is just the beginning of these cases or these trials coming now up to their appointed time to be heard at the Supreme Court. This has to do um, with an appointed time. And so we have to understand that. However, if Mother Jones, <laughs> which that name makes me laugh, I'm sorry, that name, okay, Mother Jones it is. If they are reporting on this and they are so concerned about this, you should just keep an ear out for this, okay? Because you you can see it in their actions. You can see it in these publications. You can see it in what Colorado's doing. You can see it in what New York is doing. They're acting like a bunch of schizophrenic cats right now that can't get their act together. So you see them doing these things. I don't know how else to put it, but that's how they're acting. And when you see that happening all at once, Start praying and fasting because appointed times are coming. There are things on the move. There are cases that are set to be heard in the Supreme Court that are going to be completely historic where the Supreme Court, those that God has appointed there, and it's not all of them, are going to be expected to rise to the occasion in this. Those 
that were appointed off of indulgences, yeah. off of a fast track, are going to find their seats caving in during this. So I want you to remember that as we go forth. But we are approaching that appointed time now. And that's why you see these cases of the century showing up with the Vatican. And you see it now in the U.S. And you see them working their way now to the Supreme Court because we're entering that appointed time. And we really need to fast and pray and be sober-minded and vigilant in the middle of this. Do not let the enemy sway you by every wind of doctrine, right? By anything that goes on to rattle you by what Colorado did. That is going to backfire on them so horrifically. What they did, they are going to regret it. And the leadership of Colorado, it's going to cost them their seat for it. So what I'm saying is we have to be careful because we are approaching appointed times. We have to walk circumspectly before the Lord. We have to be sober-minded and vigilant. We have to be in the word every single day. We have to be spending time with the Lord. We have to be allowing our spirits and souls to be sharpened through that, to increase in wisdom and the middle of what we see happening right now. Amen. And so when I watch how the chess match is lining up, there was bait put out. You know, in a chess match, when a really amazing player sets up something to make it look like the other side can make a move to entrap them, but it's a really a trap for the other side. That's what's Colorado. So now they've moved into what they thought. And now I'm going to I'm going to go back to what I said. I kept saying this before the election. The Lord has had me start repeating it. I said it from the stage at Reawaken America. The hallmark of a brilliant chess player is their ability to bait their opponent into making a move that they think is going to profit them. But when they make that move, it's a trap and it's checkmate and they never saw it coming. And so that's what we see happening right now. They have moved into that trap that they think is going to profit them, but it's going to end up being checkmate for them. And so Amen. we have to remember that. And I said this, and I kept saying this before the election, and I'm saying it again now, and you're going to hear me say this a lot, and I'm probably going to sound like a broken record, but it's true. And we have to keep that in mind. So, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. How you doing, Chris? You okay? Yeah. You look tired. Yes. He's tired. Chris is tired. So, I think I'm going to end here for now. Um, we'll see if I, if I do any, any surprise pop-ups really quick. Um, uh, just to come on, uh, on the 24th. We'll see if I can, I can just do that, you know, by myself. But, um, I think this is where... We uh, are going to end for tonight. This has been a lot of information. Uh, pray about it. Test the spirit. Uh, and so we have a couple of things to talk about at the end uh, of our broadcast tonight. Uh, first of all, February 4th, 
Pastor Sam of Faith Assembly, the gathering at Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York, has asked me to preach Sunday service, and it is open to all. So it is at 25 Golf Club Lane, Poughkeepsie, New York. Pastor Sam is amazing. His wife, mm -hmm. Jamie, is amazing. Yes. His mama is amazing. Uh, and so basically, he has asked me to preach February 4th Sunday service. I believe it's both services because uh, there's a 9 and 11. So you are welcome to join us and come to Poughkeepsie, New York for that. Yeah. Also, we got two things at the end here. We got Givaderm, of course. We're going to put Givaderm up because, well, this is what I use. It is all natural. It is amazing. It is one of the best smelling and best lines for skincare I have ever used. We get quite a bit of emails about my skincare regimen. People want to know what I use. Well, this is what I use. It is food for your face and it's amazing. So you can use promo code ARC10 for them. And then QE Strong, which I use their patches. I use their pain patches. Um, so they're, they're giving a percentage off right now. You can use coupon code ARC, but I do use their pain patches. They help quite a bit. I do notice a difference. I have to be honest. When I use them, it's very easy. You can put on your arm, on your back, uh, wherever you need to. And so we wanted to put that up as well. So praise the Lord. And I know for many of you, it's a very busy time of year. And personally, I'm going to tell you, I, we know Jesus wasn't born in December. He was, there are two sets of thoughts here that he was actually born near Passover or he was born near the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah. So there's two, there's two thoughts there of, of the times that they've, they've narrowed it down to where he might've been born. Uh, and so we know he was not born in December, but Constantine actually getting saved is what stopped child sacrifice is what stopped it in its tracks because he took all holidays. They were celebrating away from pagan gods and wanted to replace them with celebrating almighty God and Jesus Christ. And it actually stopped child sacrifice at that time. And that itself uh, should most definitely be celebrated. Um, but I think we should celebrate Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, year-round for what he did for us at Calvary. Amen. So I think we should be celebrating his birthday, what he did at Calvary, year-round for us, because there is nothing we could ever do to, to be good enough to earn that. There is Amen. nothing we could ever do. We are absolutely saved by grace, and Jesus' birth into the world changed everything for us and, and redeemed us and purchased us uh, and, and united us back to the father in heaven. Amen. He says, nobody comes to the father, but through him. So I think we should be celebrating that year round and praising him for that. Um, and so I know many of you are busy right now. So we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We do have something coming out with the dogs that we did in their Christmas sweaters. Um, and you will be seeing that as well. But God bless you all. Uh, we are very thankful for you. We're so glad we got to see so many of you um, in California. We're also going to be doing something special Christmas Eve. We are going to be filming. You are going to get to see it. We will put it out for you, our amazing team. I am sure after the holidays, we'll get this out because we, they, we all need a break. Oh, the United story. Okay, I'm going to end real quick with the United story. United Airlines needs prayer. They need a lot of prayer. I don't know what else to say. Amazing pilots, crappy system. I don't know how else to put it to all of you, but United was a mess. We got delayed in California an extra day because they could not um, 
apparently get the mechanics of their planes working correctly. And so basically to try to prevent uh, Chris from getting on two flights and a long layover, I wanted to drive to LA, which is only three and a half hours from Fresno and take off from LAX with him, which would be a straight shot across the country. Well, uh, first they told me they don't do that. Secondly, they told my staff it was going to cost us an extra $8,000 to do that. I'm not kidding you on the phone. Um, then I asked for a supervisor and I told them Chris had a disability and, and that, you know, he's fighting, you know, and recuperating from a traumatic brain injury. Once you say that the Americans with Disabilities Act kicks in and I'm going to say the word allegedly and just put it in there, but it kicks in when they ignore it. It is a it is a big no no okay and basically they ignored it their ticketing agents ignored it um, I got finally a lovely supervisor on the phone named Cheryl who made the accommodation for us to go to L.A. and put Chris on the plane from L.A. and and miss the first leg of the flight which she said we could get a refund for but it was it was Cheryl who helped us when I explained to her everything they did to us in Fresno United, right? And then we go to LAX and they do the same thing. Their, their, ticket, their ticketing agents, part of it is down. Um, the premier area is a mess. And so basically I told them again about Chris and that I had to get him to the gate because Chris needs a little bit extra time to get to the gate, right? And to get through security, it's a lot for him. Well, they did it again. They completely ignored it. I don't know what else to say, but they just, I don't know if they're not trained in it. I don't know if they know about the Americans with Disabilities Act, but once I tell you that's going on, you are supposed to do everything you can to help us get to that gate on time. Well, uh, that didn't happen. Uh, the plane was coming from Japan to pick us up, by the way. So Konichiwa, everybody in Japan who was on the plane because it was coming from Japan. And so basically when it arrived, it arrived a little late, which afforded us to get to the gate. But I'm going to tell you something interesting that happened at the TSA. There was this lovely woman at the TSA and we were in a rush. And one of my bags, because uh, Gus had it, the, the carry-on forgot to take out the tablet TSA flags it, of course, on the uh, on the x-ray. So she opens my bag. Now, my Bible's in there, right? So she opens my bag and she grabs the Bible and she pulls it out and she goes, oh, I see you have a sword with you. <laughs> this is what she says. I'm not kidding you. TSA agent, I see you have a sword with you. And I said, yes, ma'am, I do. And I use that sword every single day. And she goes, amen. She goes, I'm just going to take this out and put it back there the x-ray for you and you folks will be on your way. So I found that amazing that that TSA agent said that. So God bless her. She was very nice. She was a believer. Um, and, uh, she was at, uh, LAX, this woman. So praise the Lord. But she, yep, she goes, I see you have a sword with you. And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> and it's getting on the plane with me. So Basically, that's what happened. And so, praise God, we're home. That's all I have to say. We didn't get home till 1130 at night. We were all the next day beat up, limping. I mean, the whole deal. It was it was rough getting home. But uh, some of our other staff experienced some crazy uh, things happening and delays also. But praise God, we are home. And yes. we are preparing. And Chris is looking forward to having his family over.
which yours truly has to cook for. <laughs> so that is what I was out both, today doing, both, prepping for this. Both of us. I need prayer, people. I don't know how else to say it. I need prayer for this. <laughs> I got to cook for like Me 10 too. to 11 people, and I love to cook. I just don't have all the time to do it. So, but Chris is looking very forward to it. Um, and, uh, you know, I get some time to cook, so that'll be nice. But, uh, yeah, so this is where we'll end. Thought you'd just like to hear our little antidote about United Airlines. And the, and the moral of the story is fly Delta. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. Fly Delta. Okay. God bless everyone. Keep the faith. We love you. We bless you this holiday. We, we bless our Jewish brothers and sisters. They just had Hanukkah, Chag Samiach. Tomorrow night is Shabbat, Shabbat Shalom to our Jewish brothers and sisters going into the weekend. And we are just praying for them. Pray for our military. Pray for our for the IDF as well. We actually have personal friends right now that are in Gaza fighting. And so we are just asking for prayer for that yes. and for their protection. So. And I told them, you have an advocate before God's throne, and his name is Yeshua. Yeah. I text, I sent that to them. So keep praying for them. Uh, and we praise God for all he has done, that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins because he so loved the world. And so we just praise the Lord for that. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. We will most likely be back on next week. We will announce probably about the middle of the week. So armor up according to Ephesians chapter 6. Keep the faith. Psalms 91, I say it every single day. I also say the Our Father every single day. Jesus taught his disciples to pray that way. And Ephesians 1 and 3 from the Believer's Authority. I quote those scriptures every single day. I encourage you to do so too. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, anyone. God bless. Hello, everyone. Amanda Grace here. So as many of you know, Dr. Mark Sherwood and Dr. Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute are mine and Chris's doctors. And so I went to Dr. Sherwood with a problem that I was seeing, not only with, with what I was going through, but with what other women were going through concerning their metabolism, concerning energy, concerning their hormones. And so we put our heads together and we are very happy now to finally be able to present to you Rafa for women. Rafa means healer in Hebrew. So it is an ode to the Lord because he is our healer. He put things in the earth that help heal us. And so Rafa is a product that was created for that. It also helps by helping with a healthy metabolism and natural hormones, as well as it helps balance fatigue. It helps with weight gain, night sweats, mood swings, blood sugar issues, and more. It is all natural. And I find more and more people are going into the natural arena in order to find solutions to issues that they're going through. So if you'd like to learn more, you can go to www.arcofgrace.org forward slash ministry dash partners to learn more about Rafa today. God bless. Hey everyone, Amanda Grace here. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver might be right for you, 
Go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who has been on Ark of Grace many times and loves to answer our viewer questions, is here with his team to answer all of your gold and silver needs. Whether you want to buy gold and silver, whether you have questions to see if it's right for you, whether you are looking to roll over retirement accounts, go to bh-pm.com today and Andrew and his team will be more than happy to assist you with all of your needs. If you want to support an amazing patriot and be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com today and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or more off of all MyPillow products. They have pillows, of course, but they are so much more than pillows. They have sheets. They have slippers. They have bathrobes. They even have dog beds and a fun fact for all of you noble one of our pigs in our animal sanctuary has indeed slept on a my pillow dog bed so if you want to be a blessing you can go to mypillow.com today and use promo code arc it is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar anxiety pain neuropathy to immune system boost dog pain they are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma we are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and 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 blood sugar and a host of other issues i tried the pain patches and and they worked when i used them when you connect it to your body the skin patch changes changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I walked him out and wow he's boom and he got power i said no way and i don't know i said amanda what what did you do to him to <laughs> <laughs> so it's good 